Hello and welcome to Real Talks with Lalisha. My name is Lalisha and I am so excited to welcome you to this podcast. This episode is one that's going to really shift your mindset. It's going to help you see life in a different perspective. It's going to give you the tips and tools you need to achieve your wildest and craziest dreams and also to find out who you really are. We're all battling something different. We're all battling something possibly silently and you may feel alone. But I want you to know that you are not alone and you are destined to be the beautiful butterfly that the universe God has created you to be. So stay tuned on the amazing value today. You do not want to miss out. Stay blessed. Hey, hey, what's going on? Welcome to Monday. You guys, this is a new week, a new day, and I hope you just have amazing things that happen to you today. I wanted to come on here and I really have no direction of this episode. I just wanted to hit record to one, get the value out, and two, to really just talk about what's on my heart. Um, today is Monday. I'm recording this. Usually I record on Sundays, um, but I'm recording today. And it's crazy because last night I went to bed at 10 o'clock and I woke up randomly at 2.30 and I could not go back to sleep for the life of me. I was tossing and turning. I was just honestly just fully wide awake at 2.30 and I couldn't understand why. And, you know, I started to really kind of use my time of not being able to sleep to really just figure out why God woke me up at that moment. And I started to really evaluate my life and reflection, honestly, of just thinking back to where I was last year, to where I was a couple of years ago, to even longer, and really just sitting there and just feeling so grateful and blessed to be where I'm at today. Am I where I want to be? No. Have I come very far from where I was? Absolutely. And... In my moment of laying in bed, not being able to sleep, I pulled up my Bible app and I started reading the Bible. I've been reading the Bible um, every day. Um, There was a couple days that I stopped reading and those days I felt low, which was crazy. And I just was like, okay, I think God's purpose for me right now is that I really need to dive into his word and understand him as a, as a, as his characteristics and his personality and who God is and the whole thing. And so I've really just been diving in there and trying to figure it out. And so as I was reading this morning, it just clicked that God has such a higher purpose and for me. And no matter what I'm going through, no matter what hiccups happen in life, no matter what goes on that my whole story is already written and he just wants me to continue to pursue and continue to climb the stairs to reach the top of success. And it's just so empowering. You know, I think it's super important to do a lot of reflections. Maybe you reflect monthly, maybe it's weekly. Um, You know, maybe it's even at the end of the day, like how did you do today? What were some amazing things that happened and what were some things that maybe weren't so amazing, but how can you grow from those experiences? How can you look at it in a different perspective and just see the good in everything? And gosh, if you're doing it every single day and you're you're reflecting on the day, make note of it. Write it in a journal about the good things and the bad things and then what you can do 
is how can you make tomorrow better? Let's say you woke up today, you know, you jumped out of bed, went to work, you didn't do your routine or whatever it could be. How can you make tomorrow better? Maybe you get a little extra sleep so you can wake up earlier to get your morning routine done and not feel rushed in the mornings. Maybe, you know, it's it's whatever it needs to be for you, but I think really taking that time out of your day to reflect and to look back about how far you've come. And maybe you're not where you want to be right in this moment. That's okay. A lot of people are not. And you can't allow that of feeling like where you're at right now is not where you're supposed to be because let me tell you, it is exactly where you are supposed to be in this very moment of your life. And you just have to keep pursuing and keep pushing and keep doing whatever you possibly can to be just 1% better every single day. Guys, think about that. If you aim to be 1% better every single day, that's a 365% better in one year than where you were last year. So keep push, pushing yourself and pursuing yourself to be the best that you possibly can. And it's just one little step, one little thing that you can do every single day to make yourself better. You know, when I was reflecting on my story and where I've come and where I'm at today, it honestly just put a huge smile on my face. Guys, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or if this is your first episode, I welcome you and I also welcome you back. But for those that have been listening to my story for a while, know this. And if you're, no, you're new, you don't. But I have gone through a lot in life from the age of three up until senior year, a little bit after senior year. I've just gone through it a lot. And... I, let's see, let's just kind of give you guys a little timeline. Um, This may be a trigger warning, um, but I was sexually assaulted when I was three years old, guys. Three years old. Not really knowing what or why or is this normal. And throughout my years of childhood and um, even my teen years, those, those situations continued. And... I just was losing hope. I was losing faith. I didn't understand why those things were happening to me. Um, I started coping with drugs and alcohol and just doing anything I possibly could to escape the feelings that I was having and just kind of honestly just wanting to numb myself. I I just didn't know how else to handle it. Um, And going through those addictions and becoming so uh, coherent in alcohol and um, drugs. I just, that was like my life. And then of course, when you're consuming yourself with those things, those are so negative. So what happens? I'm feeding myself with the negative and more negative things are happening to me because what you do attracts exactly that. So if you're attracting more negative or if you're attracting negative things into your life, more negative things are going to attract to you and vice vice versa, right? So if you're attracting positive things, more positive things are going to come into your life. And at the age that I was at, that I started to develop these addictions, I was just constantly 
in toxic environments, toxic relationships, negative environments, negative relationships, the whole nine. I was just literally in this vicious cycle of negative, 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 negative. And at that point, I really didn't know how else to see it. That's all I ever knew was negative. And tw- uh, 2012, I was in a really toxic relationship. Um, this person was constantly belittling me, putting me down, telling me I wasn't worthy enough, I wasn't good enough, that the world would be better without me, that I was useless. The list goes on and on, and there's some things that I just don't even necessarily need to say. You guys get the point that it was very toxic, toxic Um words of like affirmation that weren't positive they were negative and so I started to really believe those things about myself and I actually attempted suicide far too many times um in in that year of 2012 and luckily by the grace of God um those attempts failed I I never it never followed through um God saved me he said no your time is not done you're not going to take the easy way out and I was admitted to a hospital where I, where I was there for about a week or two weeks. I can't remember the exact time frame. And that really opened my eyes because when I was in the hospital, guys, I was surrounded by other people my age or younger, or even older, that were going through the same things. And I felt so not alone. In that moment, I finally was like, wow, all the things that have been happening to me, like I'm not the only one. And for so many years, I thought I was the only one. I'm like, why me? Like, why just me? Nobody else is going through these things. So during those times at the hospital, guys, it really enlightened me to show me that I'm not alone and that there's different ways of coping through those things other than alcohol and drugs and and, and actually, you know, learning about how to cope properly and healthy. And it was so eye-opening. But with that being said... The moment I got out of the hospital and was able to go home, um, the vicious cycle started again. You know, it gets you get so, it's hard because you learn all these amazing things. You know the steps you need to take in order to better yourself, but it's hard. Change is hard. You don't want to change. I mean, you want to change, but doing the steps to change is hard and you're like, I don't want to do the hard work, Right. Well, that was me at least. And maybe you can resonate with that. Maybe you can't, but I feel like most of y'all can. And so when I got out, you know, I I honestly relapsed. I went, you know, it was probably a week or so after I was doing pretty good. You know, family was excited. They could see changes in me. And then real quick, like a snap of a finger, the devil got a hold of me. I started letting these negative thoughts in my mind. I started thinking I wasn't worth enough. I was not enough. You know, all these things that I was constantly being fed for so many years just started flooding into my mind again. And it was overwhelming. And again, I didn't know how to cope. I didn't know how to handle it properly. So I started secretly um, getting alcohol. I would start secretly sneaking out, um, getting into the bad things again. And it just all happened again. And I was like, ugh. I guess this is just the path that I was destined for, which is such a shitty feeling. You don't ever want to feel those feelings of like, this is what I'm destined for. Because let me tell you, you are destined for so much more than you possibly can even wrap your head around. So as I was going back through my cycle, 
uh, it, it was for several years. I was still in this vicious cycle, not doing well, whatever. Uh, 2014, I got a DUI. Whew. Guys, I, that was the biggest wake-up call for me of, Leisha, wake up right now. You're either going to wind up in jail, which I did. I was in jail for a night um, to sober up. And it was the scariest experience of my, one of the scariest experiences of my life was being in that, that cell with two other people that were also drunk, two other women, way, way older than me. And they were torn up. The, it, was, it was bad, guys. It was bad, bad, bad. And it was just such a scary environment. Having to call my family in the early, early mornings to tell them that I was in a jail cell somewhere and that if they could pick me up in the morning, it was awful. I never wanted to ever make that call. And I did. And I had to. And sitting in that jail cell, I was crying. I didn't sleep. They give you like, it's not comfy. It's not a good environment, guys. Like if you've ever been, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, don't ever go. Um, But it's, it's just cold. It smells awful. The people around you are just obviously really scary people. Um, Just everything about it is just not good. Clearly, right? It's jail. It's not supposed to be luxury and lavish, right? So it was awful. So I cried and I just sat there and I was so confused and I was lost. I was also super drunk. I was sobering up and I was like, reality started hitting like, holy shit, Leisha, wake up. You're either going to wind up in jail for the rest of your life by making stupid, stupid mistakes. I'm either going to OD on the drugs that I was addicted to because I just had no control at that time. Either I was going to die because I was, you know, drinking and driving like an idiot and I could have hit somebody. I either could have killed somebody that night or I could have killed myself. Or those are the two bad options. Or you can do what's freaking hard and you can change your environment. You can change your life and you can change the things that are around you to take the better path and take the stairs up to success. Which three is it going to be? Well, I for sure didn't want to be in jail. Didn't want to take that road. For sure did not want to die, even though I had attempted suicide. But I was, I was just at that point of like, I don't want to die. There must be a purpose for me if I've tried so many times to commit suicide and it's never worked. So obviously I have a higher purpose. Okay, well option see is get my life together remove myself from toxic things toxic environments stop drinking stop doing drugs and find my purpose so that moment in 2014 was the eye-opening moment that I needed to make the shift so I finally, you know, my dad came and picked me up in the early morning. Um, once I, you know, you're in there for a certain amount of time, you're, they can indicate that you're fully sober. So he picked me up and guys, that car ride was the worst. You know, my dad is very understanding, very caring. Um, and just, you know, he just, he, he just sat there in silence with me um, for a really long time because I was embarrassed. I was so embarrassed and ashamed and I just didn't even want to look at him. And I just didn't want to deal with that situation at all. 
And so we sat in the car for a really long time, just silent. And finally he asked me, he goes, Leisha, what is going on with you? Like, I don't even know who you are. Like, I look at you and I don't see my little girl anymore. And man, guys, like even just talking about it, um, it just breaks my heart that I put my family through so much in those years. And I didn't even mention my mom. (laughs) Me and my mom are very close now. And we've been building our relationship for a really long time. And I, I love her to death. And I called my dad because I knew he would be more relaxed in that situation. I tried so hard to just be like, dad, please don't tell mom. Please don't tell mom. Like anything I could. And when, uh, when I seen both of them, um, I, I don't remember the exact timeline, but they both picked, they picked, my dad picked me up first. We handled some business that we had to deal with to like, you know, finalize the jail and bail or whatever it is, um, like bail bonds or whatever. And then we met with my mom and, oh, oh, it sucked, man. It really sucked. And, you know, same thing. She just was like, I don't recognize you anymore. This is not, this is not the life for you. Like I was restricted of a lot of things. Um, you know, it was just, it was ugly. I didn't have a car. Um, she took my, she took my car away. She donated it. She's like, Oh, bet you want to make it this big of a, a horrific, um, a mistake well you're not going to be you're not you don't get a car at all so she completely like got rid of my car she had to drive me to and from places for a couple years like while I was going through all this stuff and guys it was embarrassing having like I was like 20 years old and my mom was having to take me to and from work and drop me off places like it was so embarrassing but here's the reason why I'm telling you this guys is because all of those awful situations all of those things that I went through and had to deal with and the emotions and and looking at your family's face after a big awful mistake it shifted everything in me to never have to and 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 um be involved in those situations again now I'm not going to tell you it was like Oh, I just, you know, had a bad experience and I woke up and I was like, I'm going to change today. I'm a different person. No, absolutely not. It took years and years and years of hard work, seeing people, talking to people, reading books, uh, completely removing myself from friendships. I isolated myself for a long time and had no friends because I couldn't be around them. It was too much temptation. It was the same stuff they were doing. They were involved in the same things I was and I just didn't want to be around that. I didn't want to be that person anymore. So it took hard work. It took a long time to finally pursue the person that I was destined to become. And guys, I'm 28 years old now and I am nowhere where I want to be in life, but I am very far and very proud of how hard of the work I've put in to be where I'm at today. But here's the kicker. I would not have been able to do it without God and without the support around me that I needed to be able to better myself it was hard. It was lonely. It was scary. It was every imaginable thing that comes to your mind fearful, like fear driven. Like it was scary, but I knew I needed to do that in order to be where I'm at today. And so I just wanted to tell you guys this because no matter what you're going through at all, you can't give up. You can't take the easy way out. 
You were created for a purpose, whether you believe in God or you don't or the universe or whatever. Just believe for a fact that you were created for a purpose in this world. And maybe you don't know that right now. Maybe you don't know what that is. I'm still so I'm still searching for that. I obviously I have a, a lot of things that I'm doing that are purpose driven and I really truly believe that I'm supposed to be doing what I'm doing right now. But guys, I'm 28. I still have years and years and years and years and decades and decades of life to live to continue to understand and learn more about myself and why I was created. That's never going to stop. That's never going to end. Like I'm always going to continue to climb the stairs to get to the top. And once I'm even at the top, that's not the, that's not the end. That's not the finish line. You still have more things to learn. So now you're going to climb or or find a higher mountain or staircase to continue to grow and and develop into the person you should be. Constantly. It's never stopping. Like I said, every single day you have to be 1% better. That's adding to the staircase. So each day you climb up, okay, cool, I was 1% better today. Bet, next day, okay, I'm higher, now I'm 1% again, and again, and again, and again. But guys, if you don't take the time to sit down and reflect and look at your life and be grateful for where you're at right now, even if you're not exactly where you want to be, but be grateful for how far you've come, how do you know how much farther you're supposed to go if you're not reflecting? How? What are you working so hard for? Why are you doing what you're doing? If the answer is you don't know, then keep soul searching and keep figuring out what you're supposed to do. But the biggest kicker, guys, is you have to just be 1% better every single day without doubt. And gosh, guys, if you wake up and one day you just weren't 1% better, don't kick yourself in the butt. Don't put yourself down for that. Just wake up the next day, reflect on the day as to why you couldn't be 1% better that day, wake up the next and be 1% again better the next day and just keep going. Keep going. I really just don't have much more to say, but I really, I think this, this pot, this episode holds, holds a lot of value in it. And if this completely went over your head and you weren't paying attention, I highly recommend just re-listening to it. Because, guys, it is so important to reflect. It's so important. And like I said, do it daily, do it weekly, do it you know monthly, do it every year. But make sure you're really implementing reflecting and just looking at you know, all the things. And not just like all the ugly things, but look at like your mindset, like, wow, I started, you know, I was so, you know, when I first started learning about mindset and shifting my mindset, like I was reading these books. Now look what I've advanced to now. I'm reading these kind of books now, which are way, way higher than what they were when I first started. You know, it could be little things like that, even positive notes, but, you know, just keep those in mind and keep fighting and don't fall back into the cycle. You know, life's hard. You know, I'm 28. I know there's going to be a lot more things in my life that are going to be hard. But I know where I'm at now and how far I've come is I will, I refuse to ever get to the low point that I was at 
in 2012 and 2014. That is, that is never going to happen because I've worked so hard to be where I'm at. There's no way I would allow myself to get back there. And let me tell you, there is a lot of temptation. The devil is always trying to tempt me. Hey, you know, you could just do it one time. Hey, you know, it's fine. Like, it's good. Whatever he's trying to say. He's always just trying to tempt me. And he's always trying to tempt you as well. So don't fall into the lies of the devil. Find the truth of God. And open up the word. And understand the words of God. And maybe that's so much for you and you're like, Leisha, I'm not religious. I don't believe in God. Okay, cool, fine. But just find something that you can hold on to that will keep you purpose-driven to not fall back into the temptations of the devil. I'm telling you, it's hard. It's not easy. But you're not alone. You are not alone. Guys, that's it for me today. Um, Like I said in the very beginning, I woke up at 2.30 a.m. this morning and I have not slept since. It's 10.30 as I'm recording this. I'm exhausted. (laughs) So I'm going to try and catch like a little nap. Um, I hope you guys have a blessed week. I appreciate you tuning in today to Real Talks with Alicia. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and leave a comment. It helps me to help you. And I appreciate you guys. Have a blessed day and week. And I will see you next week. Bye. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today with Real Talks with Alicia. I hope you got some amazing value. And if you did, don't forget to subscribe. Leave a comment and a review. It helps me to be able to help you. I will see you every other week. Monday for Monday Motivation and Friday for 5-Minute Fridays. Have a great and abundantly grateful day and I will see you next episode. Bye.